episode 75, Real Church Matters here. I'm Forrest Hall. I'm here with Antoinette Allen. Antoinette Allen, the lovely, beautiful, vivacious Antoinette Allen. You got to think of better terms for you. You use the same ones. I do. It doesn't seem genuine. Quirky, cute, Mm -hmm. sassy. (laughs) I don't know. But thankful to have Antoinette with me once again for episode 75. Let's get into the housekeeping. Let's start off with you. You you do some housekeeping. Sure. Um well, grab that broom. Let's get it. Let's get it. What are you throwing shade for? Anyway. Um you can subscribe, you can like us, you can rate us all on iTunes or through SoundCloud. Um, the website is ruralchurchmatters.com and um, yeah you can do all that. You can also follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at different handles that I do not know. What are our handles? Real Church Matters for all of them. And then it's uh, Real Church MTTRS for Twitter. See you. Yeah. You got it. All right. And uh, what about if they wanted to follow your blog? Don't you do that for me. Okay. Then we have uh, GoDoLikewise.com, right? Nope. LikewiseLife.com. LikewiseLife.com. GoDoLikewise is the brand. By all means, please go read her blogs. It's quality, not quantity with these blogs. (laughs) But each and every one. And I just recently started back from her first blog and read kind of all the way through to the last one, the most recent one. And I'm telling you, it really paints a picture that I think uh, illustrates some interesting Ideas of what it takes and what it means to be a Christian, especially in today's modern society, which is really infiltrated with a lot of culture. True. And so, and I also wanted to share that I have um, people in in a group chat that I count not group chat, but I individually send out like weekly, um, like not motivational, but just words of encouragement and stuff. So if you want to join that. list i guess you can uh email me at talk at likewiselife.com i send them out every like tuesday morning okay so, I, gotta, I gotta get on there yeah i have little stuff that i do so i'm not completely you know oh it's awesome it's awesome i, I guess i gotta go on talk at richard's yeah, Radis, send, me your, get... send me your email your phone number and i'll, I'll send, send it actually we'll talk later but yeah right, that's cool um <laughs> What else? If you would like to give to support uh, in a monetary way, you can always uh, go to patreon.com forward slash real church matters. We appreciate each and every person that gives and supports. Uh, it's not a, it's not so much about the money. And even for those who give at any time you decide to not give, you know, don't feel any weight to it other than the leading of the spirit in your heart. Um, no judgment our way. That's right. So, with that being said, episode 75. Crazy. Man, episode 75 is going to be about judgment. We're going to call this the judgy episode. And, uh, so, it's obedience over audience. Yeah. But since we have an audience. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Absolutely. So, you, you, you brought this topic up. You, you mm-hmm. tell me. This was both of us having a conversation. 
We're sick of I'm sick of the word he judgy. Says, just, just sick I'm, of the I'm word so judgy. I'm so tired of people saying, don't be judgy. This is judgy. That's yeah. judgy. Wait, I'm so we're si- judging sick of them that. and yes. stuff like that. So I figured it, what better time for us to talk about it than to to do it right now. And how will t- this will turn out? I don't know. But and I feel like our listeners should be able to relate because I feel like when you most of our listeners are people who are in, interested in things that relate to God and pertain to their faith. And when you portray yourself as that person, people automatically take a lot of what you say and do as you judging them or yeah. they, they have that defense up whenever you do do things and it, it gets a little old and it, it's cool that we're talking about this yeah because i want to give clarity because um a lot of times people use scriptures and things and the first thing that i want to deal with is the fact that people will say well the bible tells us to not judge and i want to say first and foremost with every bit of emphasis i can give they are right we are not supposed to judge. It is They're not. half right, though. <laughs> yeah. And that's the most annoying part is like you're, you're talking half truth. Yeah. And so we're going to give some clarity to it. So mm-hmm. I think that we should start off with Matthew chapter 7. It's crazy because I have notes here. And I did not put Matthew chapter 7 in here. But Matthew chapter 7, 1 through 5. Mm-hmm. We can start with Matthew chapter 7, 1 through 5. And what that is telling us is that it is not for us to judge people. Our job is not to judge them. It's more specifically, chapter 7, verse 1 says what? Do not judge or you too will be judged. For in the same way you judge others, you will be judged. And with the measure you use it, it will be judged to measure to you. Keep going. Yeah. Why do you look at the speck of spots of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? How do you say to your brother, let me take the speck out your eye when at the same time there is a plank in your own eye? You hypocrite. First take the plank out of your own eye and then you will see clearly to remove the speck out of your brother's eye. So here we go. So we start off with the fact that we should not be judge, judging people. And we shouldn't be judging them because it's not our place. It is not my place to judge. But what is he saying when he says judge? Mm -hmm. Because this word is used in multiple contexts in the Bible. This particular context, he's saying when you are pointing out the flaws in others, you have to be mindful of the flaws in you. Yes. He says deal, judge, and deal with your flaws. First. First, before you even get into a matter of dealing with anyone else's flaws. Mm -hmm. Now, with that being said, the Christian should not be mistaken as pointing out flaws. The Christian should be sharing the truth of God. When we are in the place where we are sharing the truth of God and that brings out the flaws in a person heart. Mm-hmm. That's not us judging you. Yeah. But when we're bringing up the truth of God to point out your flaws, then we're judging. Yeah. And that's not our place. Yeah, it makes me think of that scripture we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against spiritual pr- principalities. Um, and that makes me think of you're making people aware of something that 
you you've been aware made aware of spiritually like you're not pointing out what the person's doing wrong you're pointing out a thing that's happening like behind the scenes that yeah. can help them understand what's and there happening. are many people who will take you giving them that awareness yeah. as you judging them mm-hmm. because they times. don't know how that awareness feels yes and then we have to be careful because our job is merely to share the truth. I don't know how that truth is going to respond, how you're going to respond to that truth. Yes. But I have to make sure that it's the truth of God and not the truth of who you are. Yeah, because oftentimes you're not even pointing out, you shouldn't be pointing out what's wrong in the situation. Like you said, you're shedding life to light on a truth that will bring out the flaws in whatever situation. Because I don't care. The truth will do all the work. Right. I don't care and I should not care about what's in your eye. Mm-hmm. I should remove what's in mine. It says so I can clearly help you. Yes. Remove. remove the There's a difference and pe- please pay attention to me people because I'm getting revved up now. Mm-hmm. There's a difference between pointing out what's in someone's eye and, and knowing how to help them remove it. Yes. I don't think anybody is opposed to you helping them or showing them how to remove something from their life. I think they're offended and they should be when all you do is point it out and walk away. Yeah. And another thing with the scripture, too, is when you talk about first taking something out of your own eyes, like you have to even acknowledging that, that it's something that you've struggled with is a part of it, too, because we like to think we're so high. And it's like reminding people like I'm I'm there like and that's currently. That's why I want <laughs> I to establish. With this too. Exactly. That's why I want to establish. There are two types of judgment. There's a judgment that renders a verdict and there's a judgment that renders an understanding. Yes. We have to understand the difference. Yes. Mm-hmm. I we are as Christians are not to judge in a way that renders a verdict on people. Only God can only do that. God can do that. And only he and he has reserved that place of judgment, not even for right now. He's reserved it for a time we have not known. No. But Christians should be rendering a judgment that gives them understanding about how to move in their life. Yes. You should be rendering a judgment that gives you understanding about how to live your life, not how others can live their lives, but how you can live yours. Case in point, I might have family members that drink, pointing out that they drink and how God doesn't like it is not sharing the truth of God. No, not even close. Sharing the truth of God is loving them in spite of them drinking. That's judgment. Yes. And come, yeah. Because I'm dealing with me. Mm-hmm. How I feel about them drinking needs to be corrected. Not how I feel is supposed to correct their drinking. Mm-hmm. That's not the way this works. Then the other thing is that I'm supposed to judge with understanding. So now that I understand drinking to be a certain thing in my life to God. I now make decisions to not put myself in those positions. Me saying I don't want to drink with y'all is not judging them. There are many times we make decisions in that in our lives. 
that cause other people to say we're judging them when I haven't pointed out your flaws at all. No, because it's the thing and you become protective of the thing because it's what's in you. I'm not I'm not saying anything about what anybody doing. I'm just saying I'm not going to indulge in it. Mm -hmm. And because I've decided not to. I made a decision, a judgment. Yes. That's the other way that we are, we are to judge in that way. We are to make decisions. We are not to render verdicts. Decisions, not verdicts. We are like the Supreme Court justices. They render decisions. Mm -hmm. They don't render verdicts. Supreme Court renders decisions on laws right. that the world or the America will operate by. Mm -hmm. Other judges render verdicts, not for which the world will operate by, but the person they are rendering a judgment to. Mm -hmm. We are not verdict givers. We are decision makers. Mm -hmm. When you make a decision, you are being a judge of who? You. When I make that decision in my life, don't let it offend you. If it offends you, you got other things going on, but it's not me. Yes, and I love the way you put it earlier when we were talking. Like it, Everything about what we represent is in direct opposition to God. Yeah. I mean, are, are in direct opposition to sin and the things of this world. So those things will always clash. Like, They're always It'll always clash. be offended by the other. Just because I haven't offended someone doesn't mean I haven't said something offensive. Case in point, my life is offensive when I operate according to the word. I don't need to throw it in people's faces and offend them in that way. Exactly. I just need to live the word. My goal is not to offend them, but what I do is offensive, offensive. to the unbeliever. Mm -hmm. It is offensive to those around me. <laughs> the guys will feel offended. That you don't indulge with them a certain way. Yes. They will feel offended by that. Want to know why? Because you are reminding them of who they are. are. Yes. I'm and reminding you that. that you, like, this is a case in point. This is something that guys do. I've even done it myself. We'll say, we'll try to say anything to get a person to send them a picture. Yeah. Or send them a FaceTime, whatever, mm -hmm. just to try to get, break a certain boundary yeah. so that we can start to move to the other place because once you move to FaceTime there's once imagery is being passed there's a, a, a level of comfortability that it tends to grow to Definitely. right when a woman says no to that a guy takes offense because he knows that she knows what he is and doing. you're reminding him And you're that. reminding him that he shouldn't be doing it without ever saying it. Yep. That bothers them. Yeah. Because they it know. It shakes their world. It shakes them because they know what it exposes in them. Mm -hmm. Take it to another place. You got family members who are doing certain things. Literally by making a decision to not indulge in it. Especially if you have at one point. It is offensive to them yes. because they feel like you are be making yourself to be something that you are not or that you are usurping yourself to be better than them. Yeah, but it's like you're not better than them. You're better than that. Like we don't we don't know how to. But Girl, that, that's how defensive we get. We don't see how that that's what sin does. It makes you so connected. protective of it. And this is where I want to help people because mm -hmm. you're right. Christians shouldn't be judging you. But you shouldn't be so attached to what you're doing that you see that as you. It's so precious. That where I speak against that and you think I'm speaking against 
you. You shouldn't be so attached to those thoughts that you have, young man or young woman, that when I my life reflects in a way that makes you feel weird about having those thoughts that you think I'm attacking you. That thought ain't you. That's right. And even when you think of as believers, like people who are listening when people when you feel like someone's judging you you have to evaluate like am i protecting a a pride am i protecting my sense of like what i believe like you have to be careful because it's easy to vacillate between those things and what we i don't want to protect me i want to protect the word in me literally and so when we decide that we're going to walk with christ i want to share with christians you have to understand there's going to be a level of kickback because your walk is offensive. Yep. Your job is to make sure your heart and your talk is not. That's right. In those sense that you're not aiming at people, but you're just being a light. When you're a light, you're an enemy to darkness. Always. Essentially, you're an enemy to darkness. Yes. That scripture, Matthew 7 and 1 through 5, is telling us you have an obligation to help your brother. Mm-hmm. Not point out what he's doing. It's too many people. And this is why the the the, the culture that we're in, they're right. Yeah. When they when they buck up against Christians and say, being, you guys yeah. are just pointing things out. Yep. Cause they do. Help me. Times. Don't tell me I'm gay. Don't tell me I'm going to hell. If I'm going to hell, why are you okay with that? Mm-hmm. That's judging. That's judging. Yeah. If I share something on Instagram that I'm sharing in hopes that gives you awareness or understanding. To do the very thing I'm doing. If I'm getting my thing out of my eye and I share with you how to get it out of yours, I'm not trying, I ain't even trying to pull it out. He said, help your brother remove Remove it. it. I'm showing you how to remove it because guess what? I can't remove it for you. I can show you how to remove it yourself. If I show you that, that's not the same as just mocking you and poking fun at you and pointing out your flaws with no resolution. Yes. Yep. And people get upset when you put something on Instagram and they'll say, you're judging. I'm not judging. And then I am at the same time. And it's crazy, too, because by telling someone that they're judging, they're, that you're judging them or people you're judging them like you're judging me by saying that i'm judging people but i but i expect <laughs> like where that. does it end but we expect that. yeah you know what i'm saying because that's the human way is that when i i am feeling attacked i attack mm-hmm. when i'm feeling offended i offend mm-hmm. that's the way they're going to do it but as a christian we better wake up that's right because we have to be at a certain place of our lives to really help those the help goal them. is understanding help them yes. help them help them help them gain understanding if you're not trying to help them understand not change what not they change do. Yeah. help them understand what they're doing and how they can change it yeah. now if a person don't want to what you doing anyway mm-hmm. do you know what I'm saying I, I have a thing about people who are you're around people who have no desire to change and so you're spending and wasting he says don't cash your pearls before swine that goes so many ways we might have to pay attention to that one day the time that y'all have that's pearls your body your mind your thoughts your ideas we was on a phone conference yesterday Mm -hmm. and i was sharing some ideas and pearls among the swine and and you (laughs) looked at me and said "Uh -uh. your brain is a commodity Mm -hmm. they can't get that for free they won't even value that. I said that? Yes. You say your brain is a commodity. 
You don't even remember saying that? Yeah, I, do. <laughs> I was just joking. Yeah, that was powerful. <laughs> but we don't understand that. Christians, your words are commodities. Amen. Don't waste them on people who have made their mind up. They're not ready to change. But if a person is, share with them how. Not share with them what's wrong. Right. We know that too we much. We know what's we're, wrong. We're all too familiar you with think, it. That's why they feel some type of way. You think anybody <laughs> out here don't understand that they live by their desires and they operate by their lust, whether they gay or otherwise. Do you think they don't understand? Whether they greedy, whether they envious, you think they don't know that? What they don't know is how what's to it, not be that. What's better? What, what what's is better than? What yeah. is the alternative? Mm-hmm. That's where we are getting caught up in judgment because we just point out flaws in a way to make ourselves seem better. Yep. Look at them. All they do is go to the clubs. They don't serve the Lord. They hypocrites. They this. Are you helping them? Yeah. Are you showing them how? If you're not, you're you're judgy. You're right. And it is. I'm not gonna lie. It is easy to slip into that when that's where you were and you know the other side. Like it's almost. It, it does make you feel like a little better than because you see the meaninglessness of it all. Yeah. But you can't get caught up. And in that's it. where we're kind of going back and forth. We're all over the place, but it's cool. You gotta keep up. We gotta keep gotta up. Keep we got. They gotta keep up. <laughs> Because there's, I want to share with them, there are multiple levels to Christians that we have to deal with. Yeah. There's the Christian that is judging. There's the Christian that doesn't judge enough. Yes. <laughs> Talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There's the person who is right when they feel judged. Mm-hmm. And there's a person who is misguided in their feeling of judgment because they're pointing at the wrong Same. person. Yep. Guess what you point at? You point at me like I have power to judge you. Mm-hmm. No, what you feel... It's from the judge, not a judge, but the judge who is making you aware of his judgment before he ever renders a verdict. Why? Because he wants you to have the opportunity to change. Mm -hmm. I was an intern uh, at a law firm and we had to go into the courtrooms and we would sit and watch these proceedings. And it was very educational. But one thing I noticed is that these guys would go up there, these black guys, and they would get read out all of these things they did. And then the judge would say, I'm going to suspend your sentence. You're free to go. And he thought it was crazy. And I'm like, what in the world is happening? He was selling drugs. He was doing this. And the lawyer turned to me and said, you got to understand, this judge, he's very lenient. The way he does it is when if you have this is your first offense or you're a certain age, mm-hmm. he wants to make sure you get an opportunity to do Change. right. Mm-hmm. But he also wants to keep you focused on the impact of your decisions. So he suspends the sentence. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean they didn't do the crime. That means that they did it, but their verdict has been suspended, mm-hmm. held off in hopes that if they don't do anything wrong, They won't have to serve the time. But if they do anything else wrong, they'll serve that time and whatever time they get for whatever they did wrong. Mm -hmm. They started doing this a while ago. And I was just so surprised because I didn't understand that part of the system. I didn't understand it. But that's what God does. He has communicated our sentence. He's delayed sentencing Mm -hmm. to give us an opportunity to redeem ourselves. That's grace, yeah. That is grace. In that that moment of time, this is why Jesus said, I'm not here to judge nobody. Let me get to a, a few of those scriptures. Mm-hmm. John chapter 12, verse 46 through 48 says, I have come as light to shine in this dark world. Mm-hmm. 
as that all who put their trust in me will no longer remain in the dark. You see what Jesus is about, right? Yeah. He's about people no longer remaining in the dark. That's what he's about. Mm-hmm. If we're not about that, we are judging. Mm-hmm. If we're poking fun at the dark, but not shining light in the dark. If we're shining our light that exposes the dark, but not shining the light that brings the dark into the light. Mm -hmm. Everybody want to expose somebody. It's a whole world full of exposing. James Gunn, the director of Guardians of Galaxy. They they just dug a bunch of Mm -hmm. tweets up to expose him. So then he Disney fired him. Because why? These people are intentionally bringing out his flaws to have a repercussion or a verdict rendered in his life. Yeah. They wanted justice. Yeah, I mean, and it's weird because it's just now happening in Hollywood, but we've been doing that to pastors. All like people automatically, you we know, are want quick justice. to want to point them out. We want vindication. Yeah. And God is like, no. He says, I will not judge those who hear me, but don't obey me. Mm-hmm. You hear what he said? He said, I will not judge those who hear me, but don't obey me. Wait, ain't that all the world? Mm -hmm. I won't judge them. Jesus said, that's not time yet. For I have come to save the world, not not to judge it. Mm -hmm. He came to save the world, not judge it. If we're really doing the Lord's work, like we say, people working up the nerve to tell folks that they're doing wrong. Work up the nerve to save folks. Yes, work up the nerve to, to speak some truth. To, to show share them. Share some words. We make mistakes about like that all the time. All the time, yeah. All the time. There's been times where I've pointed out things that people did mm-hmm. with no true intention to spend time teaching them how to really be free from it. Yeah, and you you cause more frustration in that person. It's like, okay, wrong. Because you point out their chains. Yeah. You point out the chains and you ain't got a key. Yes. It's wrong. It's done to young people every day. Somebody's cussing. So I keep telling you, don't cuss, don't cuss, don't cuss. I'm never showing you there's another way. I'm never showing you how to think better. I don't share scriptures with you to help you think better. I share scriptures with you in hopes you stop cussing. That's difference. I don't share scriptures with people to, to, to get these young ladies to stop opening their legs. I share scriptures with them that they may be free from sin yes. so that they may come out make of darkness yeah. and make decisions that are light, yeah. not just keep their legs closed when we focus on those things. We all over the place. This is why Christians don't know how to reconcile themselves. Yes. They dealing with they, these young girls. They're not with us all the time. No. It's hard for them to make the right decisions. And we're not helping them because they're just focusing on making a decision that doesn't shame them, that doesn't expose them. And oftentimes those are specs that are in our eyes that we haven't cleared up yet. You thinking about the things you've done and the things that you've gone through. What can I do that won't cause shame on my life? And that causes people to delve into the darkness of deceit, Mm -hmm. not into the freedom of the light. Yeah. They just move tighter. They move slicker so that they can not be judged, Mm -hmm. not so that they can be free so that when the judge comes, they will be not guilty. And it's so easy to be sneaky in this tech, you know, universe right now. Like if I had this type of stuff when I was a kid, like I don't even know what I would have gotten. And the reason it's crazy to me is because this is what judgment produces. This is why they, the church has to let it go mm-hmm. 
Because when we make it that people can't be free in them, then they can't be free from them. Yeah, that's true. When we make it where people can't be honest and say, this is the thoughts I'm having. Yes. These are the this I'm having. This is the, the struggles I'm having. Then they, we can't actually help them. Because yes. they're not going to share it because they're afraid to be judged. Mm-hmm. Not realizing they are in line to be judged because they're bound in their sin. That's where I'm, I just want to share. I don't go over. I just got to go where, where it, it, it takes us because there's so many facets so to many, this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He says, but all who reject me and any message will be judged on the day of judgment by the truth I have spoken. Yep. There's a time for people to be judged. Everybody that say only God will judge me, only God can, can judge me, are 100% right. You're Tupac right. Shapur, Shakur, I said Shapur. Tupac Shapur, he was 100% right. He only God will judge us. Only God will judge <laughs> He's all the of only us. judgment that matters. He's the only judge. If Jesus said, I ain't nobody judge, we ain't nobody judge. That's right. Do what y'all want to do. Do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to compromise my truth for your truth. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to tolerate and allow in my space your truth so it makes you feel comfortable. And it's crazy because you end up doing that anyway. Like aside from faith, when it comes to the world and how we operate, we judge anyway. You're not going to let a crackhead give your daughter some food or something like well, maybe food, but I don't know. You're not going to let certain things There's happen certain because things. you're going to make certain judgments or discernment, which is something else we want to talk about. But that's the other word for judgment. Yeah. Many times when you see the word judge in the Bible, it's not talking about the judgment that everybody thinks. Mm-hmm. When it tells us that we are not judges, we're not judges. But when it tells us to judge rightly, he's talking about making decisions, assessments, yeah. discernments. Choices, reviewing, examining, approving, Mm -hmm. accepting. That is judgment. That's the judgment we all must make in our lives. I judge what is acceptable in my life. I judge it. (laughs) When I don't judge it, when I don't, that's when I become the sinner that I always was. Mm -hmm. Case in point, Romans 10 Romans 14 and 10 says, but why does thou judge thy brother? Or why does thou set at naught thy brother? For we shall all stand before God, the judgment seat of Christ. We all will. I'm not supposed to judge my brother. Romans 14, 12 through 13 says, so then every one of us shall give an account of himself to God. No one owes an account of themselves to me. Or to Antoinette, so free or to mind. anybody else. Free your, mind. free your mind. You only owe an account of yourself to God. What I'm supposed to do is help you to give an account now. Mm-hmm. So what you have to give account for later pleases God. That's right. When we live a certain way and speak a certain way, when we make people take assessment, review, examine their life, they will feel offended. I didn't believe it. I heard it a lot as a kid growing up in church, but honestly, I didn't believe it until. But if you make now. somebody <laughs> uh, examine their life, it, it may help them. Not everybody's going to be offended and then not do it. That's 
sure. some people gonna be offended and do it and be better for it. Yeah. Or some people genuinely want to want understanding. They'll be offended, but they still want to get to the bottom. Absolutely, of it. And you there's gotta many, be ready. There's many times people have shared truth with me, not told me what was wrong with me, mm-hmm. just shared the word with yes. me. That made me go home and examine, yeah. take an account of myself. Thankful I did take an account of myself so that when God takes an account of me, he's pleased with what he sees. That's right. Somebody has to judge themselves before they are judged. Mm-hmm. That someone is you. Not me for you, but you. Yes. That's what this is about. 13 says, let us not therefore judge one another anymore, but judge this rather. Uh-oh. Judge this rather, that no man put a stumbling block or an occasion to fall in his brother's way. That's right. Let me help y'all. And I've been doing this and I got to, we as Christians, we also going on this podcast, deal with the specs, the the logs that's in our eyes. (laughs) Christians, you are basing your judgment or whether you're judging people based on the people who tell you you're judging them. Let me tell you how you'll know if you're judging somebody off top. When you are putting a stumbling block in their way, if your words prevent them from seeing God, you've judged them. This example, I shared this and and I'm sharing this because we got to be careful. When you guys are interacting with people who are not saved, when you assume that it's okay to do things around them, you are rendering a verdict in their life that they're not worthy of Christ. Mm. I never thought of it that way. We, we, that's we are. Mm-hmm. And there's been many people in my life that I dealt with and I would let my hair down with because I thought this is, this is what they're down for. This is what they're comfortable with. Who am I to change them? Yeah. Who am I to make them better? Who am I to help them see things a better way? They're too far gone. And I like that I can hide in their darkness. I'm sharing this with y'all Christians because what they feel offended by is not what God is going to be offended by in your engagement with them. Sure. <laughs> Case in point. We got friends that we know need to see our integrity, but we are have them around just because they are good vacation spots from our integrity. Mm. These, they, you know what I'm saying? Mm. They're good. And there's certain, I got to be honest, there's mm-hmm. certain times in my life I keep certain people around because they, they're a breath of fresh air. From what? <sighs> this exhausting, this exhaustive, Dalliance into holiness Mm -hmm. Sometimes I just want to get away I'm using that person Not realizing they need my Help but when I See them as not needing what I Need what in the world Is happening Do you know what I'm saying That's almost like they're not worthy of it It's almost like you're just like you're going to be right there anyway I'm going to just play along with this we, We talked to a guy This weekend that I was like Man he could really use something. He could. He was. He was right at the point where he could really use some something. How come he's not getting it? And I realized to myself, 
we have to do a better job of real, of not rendering judgments on people as so far gone. That's true. Because we never know. You never know. You never know. But there's certain people we look at and be like, she ain't coming to church. He ain't going to be a Christian. We'd be surprised. We'd be surprised if we engage with them in a way that was, looked at them as hopeful, as being worth, as being possible, Mm -hmm. that they can come out of the darkness. That's true. There's certain people we just see as darkness. And we use them as shade. I sometimes this sun is a little intense. I'm gonna tell you, sometimes the sun is a little intense. Mm-hmm. It's like a white person being in the sun too long, skin start peeling. It ain't it ain't comfortable no more. One at one point they was on the beach and they were just living it up. <laughs> now all of a sudden they, their back starting hurt. They're yeah. getting sunburn. Christians, we get sunburn. We do. Want to know why? Because it's not comfortable to the flesh. It seemed like it was, mm-hmm. especially when you was coming out of mess. You're like, thank God he gave me peace of mind. Now you got so much peace, you're like, I can't even hear myself think. <laughs> it's too much peace. Why? Because it's not really comfortable to us. Mm-hmm. And so we try to use people as shade from the sun. That's true. It's dangerous. We like it because we don't necessarily say we're dark, but we take advantage of their darkness. Mm-hmm. And we don't see that as judgment, but we're rendering a verdict and saying, this person is only good for my entertainment, not for God's glory. I just wanted to share that because that's judgy. It is judgy. That's judgy. It's real judgy. It's just certain people, guys, the Christian men who won't even date Christian women. They ain't want no Christian women. They ain't come here for the Christian woman. Yeah. They want to be saved. They know when that's time. They and they they'll bring the that Lord. one home to mom. But the other ones, they be like, no, that's not the I ones they paying attention to. They yeah. ain't paying attention to the Christian woman. No. They're not looking for virtuous women. They're using worldly women and they don't even realize that they're taking advantage of them and see them as just enjoyment not a soul that is worthy of god's glory like they feel they are that's true shame on us take it a step further <laughs> first corinthians chapter 2 verse 14 15 says but the natural man receiveth not the things of the spirit of god for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. Mm-hmm. So wait a minute, you're going to use this word discern and then in verse 15 say, but he that is spiritual judgeth all things. Hold up, wait a minute, stop the press. We just said we are not supposed to judge. Now this scripture is telling me the, spirit. the spiritual person judges all things. Okay. For Yet he himself is judged by no Man, Mm. what does it mean to judge? This shows the process involved. There's a process involved in that Mm -hmm. in separating or coming to a conclusion. Wow. We say it all the time. Do you know right from wrong? Yes. Do you know how to separate right from wrong? I think. (laughs) Let me tell you how you do. You discern or you judge. Mm-hmm. When people say there's gray areas to this, yes, there are. Do you know how to suss out the black and the, the white from the gray? Mm-hmm. Because that's, um, every situation starts out gray. Yeah. Do you know how to suss out the black and the white from the gray? If you don't, you don't judge. Yes. But even explaining that, just what you just <laughs> said to someone that's in a situation that you perceive as bad or whatever, would 
cause so much disruption in a good way, in, in the spirit. In a good way. In a good way. <laughs> yeah. You could tell a person, well, nobody really told me how to date. Yeah, because dating is a gray area. It is. So do you know how to suss the black and the white from the gray? Yeah. If you don't, you're not judging rightly. And that's the type of judging we should do mm -hmm. in our lives. While we point out the things that are black and white to us, we know sin is this. So we point out the black and white in Easy. people. Easy. Easy. Mm -hmm. But in you, there's black and white. So it's gray. Mm -hmm. Can you pull out what's right in you mm -hmm. and what's wrong in you? My sister said, uh, in Bible study, she said, God woke her up and told her, write down all the things that offend him in her life. Wow. And she said she got up and she wrote them down. She said she realized some things that she didn't even really understand as wrong. That she started to, as she examined them, she seen they were wrong. God showed her how to judge, judge right? yep. how to separate the black and the white yes. from the gray. Yes. We want to stop right there and just say it's a gray area. Mm -hmm. And so we could be lazy. But God is going to judge you from black and white. <laughs> so you better take your gray and examine it, separate it, break it down. It needs to be broken down. The yeah. thing y'all say is going too deep is actually the effort it takes to separate the black and the white. <laughs> Even when you think of washing clothes, like you got to separate the colors from the white. You, well, we like to be lazy. We just, just put it throw all it all in there. We hit wash and we say, <laughs> T-shirts be pink. Here's the thing, Natty, Natty. We say we're cleaning clothes only to pull them out and see they're clean and yet they're Stained. <laughs> oh my goodness. Now, this is what's happening. Yeah. This is where we need to take this on the road. Mm -hmm. There's singles ministries that are playing in the gray. Wow. And while they think they're cleaning themselves, they come out stained. Do you, you realize the reality of that? The reality of that, the, the part of it that, that we're struggling with mm -hmm. is that we don't, we want to settle in the gray. We want to settle in the gray. We want to we want to act like it's okay to just move in any old way. I I'm going to take this if we go long. We just could go long because I'll just use it in another place. You know what I mean? Because there's a reality that, that we have to place ourselves in, and I realized that when we delve into things like judging, we really are going into something. That people It overwhelms them so much They tap They go to the surface of it Thou shall not judge And then they kick rocks They yeah, keep going But it's so much It's deeper. so much stuff Because you're doing it anyway Every day But Absolutely. you gotta do it the right way So to just get, get, go a little further with it We're doing this to come to a conclusion It says it's often used in a forensic sense To say that we should examine something mm -hmm. Our job is to examine it yes. To look at it we should look at every aspect of our lives, Antoinette, and judge it, yes. not condemn it, not render a verdict on it, but examine it so we might come to a decision. Mm -hmm. There was something in our business where you wanted, you came to your mind that you wanted to make a purchase. Mm -hmm. But I put, I, I, you asked me what I thought, but I wanted you to be the judge of it. Mm -hmm. I wanted you to take what you felt without, and, contaminating. without contaminating it. Mm -hmm. And help you, you render a decision. Because I realized something in my life. Oh, this is good. And I shared part of it on Instagram. 
I said, how many times, Forrest, have you told yourself no? I realize in my life, I don't tell myself no. I let other things tell me no. Wow. I let my pockets tell me no. Mm-hmm. My pockets say, you don't got no money. So I say, I ain't doing it. Yeah. I let people and tell me no. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I want to sleep with her, but she said no. So I don't want to sleep. And I'm righteous. <laughs> yeah, and I'm righteous. <laughs> I let opportunity tell me no. I didn't see a way I could do this, so I didn't do it. Mm-hmm. But what happens when opportunity People Collide, and resources are perfectly aligned. Mm-hmm. What happens when I'm no longer have to answer to anybody and I have a car to go where I want to go and I have a place that I can go money. and money to do it? What happens then when someone says, do you want to go out? Yeah. Back then it was no. Do you know what I'm saying? Do I ever say no when everything aligns? Mm-hmm. Because then and only then is it discipline. Mm-hmm. <sighs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And people got excited when I put it on Instagram. They was like, "This is this is a, this is a real word." Guess what? People love that discipline stuff, but they yeah. love that discipline. <laughs> they don't realize in order for you to come to that place, in order for me to come to that understanding, guess what I had to do? I had to suss out the gray area. All right, that was the end of the first part of episode 75. It went a little long, so what we decided is just to split it into two. So uh, look for this part two next week. That'll be episode 76. Uh, That's Real Church Matters. God bless.